What's going on, people? We are here to give you guys our first after show anime related spy family. I have here two amazing guests. One is a very critical critic. One of them is a de facto, not just reactor, but content creator, Kondiasur, and I will bring them in right now. What's going on, gentlemen? What's going on, Sam? I'm Thanks. wondering, why don't I have a JVS t-shirt? It's, <laughs> it's stuff like this that I end up paying attention to. I saw the shirt, too. I'm like, wait, you roll this out. Like, he's just rolling this out today. You just anyway, opened the box today? Anyway, we are going over... <laughs> Spy family. Just to give you guys context, I am a big anime fan. Uh, Matthew, I'll give him a brief, you know, time to let you guys know his perspective on anime and what he feels about it. And then Lucas, this is his first anime series that he's actually actively watching. He does not watch anime normally. So this is going to be a very unbiased and very all over, all encompassing review that we're going to go through the first two episodes of spy family now the backdrop of spy family you got lloyd he is a spy very good one um and he's been put on a mission where he has to develop a family first episode we see anya we'll get into that a little bit later she's got a special gift second episode introduced the person that is potentially going to be his wife and yori and will well your we'll talk about that a little bit later because she's also got her own stuff going on so all three of these individuals have their own lives that are going to be intertwined in a very interesting way. But anyway, Matt, uh, for you, what is anime to you? And just briefly, your experience with it. Briefly. All right, that's a challenge. <laughs> uh, no, anime, anime to me is, uh, is expression, really. Like, there's so many different types and so many different genres that you can, you know, Growing up, like I got introduced like to Dragon Ball Z and Naruto and stuff back when I was in middle school, and reading the manga and watching you know Dragon Ball Z and stuff when it came out, and I could see myself in some of these characters and like kind of relate to some of their struggles in a way. And growing up, that was like big to me because you know I get I got to you know I felt like I found someone I could relate to or, or you know and obviously you couldn't be exactly like them. Because, uh, you know, it's anime, it's fiction. You can't really do all that kind of crazy stuff. But the stories that they went, you know, the stories that they created for them and the journeys that they went through was something that I could see myself, you know, being in that position. So, yeah, man, it's a lot of fun. And you get to explore so many different types of genres, everything from shonen to isekai to all the little fun little bits of stuff they have in between there. So it's really just expression, expression and and. and reflection i guess and seeing yourself in a lot of this stuff so that's that's what it is to me in the uh the, the brief summary i'm surprised i was actually able to do that <laughs> no i think that was, that was really good i mean some of those words i know for a fact went completely over lucas's head so i appreciate you lucas for kind of being quiet <laughs> just the just the names of the, of the i'm assuming those were all shows i knew Dragon Ball. some of them yeah of, yeah of animes and and he also gave up some examples of animes but lucas I knew dragon uh, ball that's the one i knew I, the I genres yeah the genres. I definitely knew dragon ball so <laughs> so lucas uh if you guys don't know is to me one of the best uh critics that i know personally uh and i, I you can go up the ladder you can go down the ladder but he to me is a effective critic and so my personal question to you lucas is why why 
why are you choosing to dive into and putting yourself out there to check out um, anime uh, now? Oh, mine's is easy and short because my partner in this JVS thing eventually was going to force me to watch anime. <laughs> it's going to happen eventually. And then I just said, you know what? Let's let's just do it and see what happens. I mean, I, I'm a firm believer that any form of expression should be something you should check out, even if it makes you uncomfortable. And it's not like I have not seen an anime before. It's just normally feature films that I have seen. And it's normally the, some of the bigger feature films of anime that I've seen. But here I said, you know what, let's try a series and see how things build and see how characters develop and see if it can hold my interest. I'm, I'm, I'm extremely interested to see if things can hold my interest. And that's what made me decide, hey, let's give this a shot. And then Sam comes up with this movie, this, this series <laughs> to see what will happen. <laughs> So, yeah. So, in, in just for context, you guys, I have no... I've never read the manga of this. I know that Matt has read the manga, but he's not seen the anime, so he doesn't... I mean, mm. it's, it's, sometimes the translation is not always going to be exactly the same. I mean, so we're going to be coming from this from a lot of different areas. I'm literally tackling this completely not knowing, and this is one of Lucas's first anime series. Um, I'm doing this this way because the way that we're going to break this down is going to be very finitely different. We might go into the artistic side of it. We might go into character dynamics. Um, we may go directly in the story. But the reason why I bring that up is because for me, you know, anime is like uh, what Matt said. That it can be expressionism. It can be vulnerable. Um, sometimes the the characters that they create can be so human and so raw that you connect with them on ways that you can't even with a live action character. And that's one of the things I found so fascinating, whether that is the way that they look, their expressions, their motivations, how they connect with you on a personal level. And I've always found that fascinating with animation in general, but specifically with Japanese animation. And that was the reason why I personally love it. So there's my intro. All right. So First episode of uh, <laughs> uh, Spy Family, you know, it starts off with Lloyd. You get a very interesting take on Lloyd. I, I, I'm curious y'all's perspective on him, but to me, it seems as though he's not just out to kill. Mm. Um, not that he has necessarily a code about him, but the whole entire time, if I'm not mistaken, nobody effectively saw his face through the whole first episode. Like, everybody that he came in contact that he knocked out, like, he either was kind of shrouded like this, or he was behind them. So he's a very calculated, you know, spy, but he doesn't seem like he's out to kill. So I, I found him very interesting at the very first episode. But what was y'all's take on Lloyd and just, I guess, the way that this started up as far as the first episode? Uh, oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so with Lloyd, um, the introduction to the character reminded me, and I'm going to, I'm going to reference back to either film or television shows from what I'm accustomed to seeing because that's what reminds me of things. So it reminded me a lot of The Saint. Mm. And I know that's an old te television show or movie with Val Kilmer, depending Val Kilmer. on your age group on which you possibly have seen. But it's just it's a spy that does his best to disguise his identity and through any situation. So the way that they played Lloyd out is that he was almost unstoppable 
because he's a man of many faces. That means he can adapt to any situation and he can do it perfectly. And it was a very interesting take to have on a spy that I wouldn't expect to see from, I don't want to say horrible by saying this culture, but this culture, I didn't expect to see this interpretation of a spy because this is not necessarily what I would think their interpretation of a spy would have been. And here he is, it's just perfect as just a man that falls in the background. He's perfect never to stick out too much, never to do anything that gives him too much attention because if it gives him too much attention, it could give away his identity. Right. Like for the, for the, for the first episode, majority of it was the name Twilight. I kept on saying, mm. yeah, and I'm like, okay, I get it now. I get it. The, that the man that can blend into everything that could blend into every situation down to the jobs that he gets. And then you understand the reason they can entrust him with these jobs is because he can do and blend into anything he needs to be. Right. Uh, what about you, Matt? Uh, yeah. I mean, just to, to piggyback off of that, I mean, Lloyd is effective. He's effective he, in what he does and he doesn't, you know, fall into a category where you know, he's a little bit sloppy here and there. And, you know, like Lucas was saying, you know, they hire him for a reason. And we get to see a lot of that just within the first few minutes of the episode, just on on the way that he speaks, the way that he carries himself. He's always so mission focused and this. And, and I know we'll get later on into like episode episode two and stuff. But like throughout of it, I mean, sorry, throughout it, you, you see him when some of those tactics that he would have start to fall away as he, you know, am I letting my guard down? Like. What's up right. with me? Like, am I, you know, I need, I need, I need to do better. I need to stay up. I can't, you know, afford to, you know, sleep around people. Like, what's going on? <laughs> so, just even him saying things like that reminds you of the kind of life he had uh, prior to this. And I mean, obviously, there's things that I won't touch on, but just the little things that we did see in the first two episodes that you know this guy had a past, right? Like he, yeah something really traumatic happened to him, which led him on this path. Down this road. And down this road. And he might have done some things in the past. We don't know, right? We don't know what he has or hasn't done. Um, but going back to what you said about him not wanting to have any, you know, cause any harm or to kill anybody, we can see that there's a lot of depth to him, right? Yeah. I'm going to do the mission. I'm going to succeed. And I'm pretty sure maybe he might have done some some controversial hits and didn't even think about it maybe there was a point in his life that you know he's like you know if, you know bump this like I, I you know this life i had you know no one was there for me i'm gonna just do what i gotta do yeah. and you know there might have been moments like that right so i just think he's a really interesting uh character and and, and as uh you know lucas mentioned see you know we would see this as more of like a james bond type character like, yeah you know, a character like this in western media how we see spies how we would think spies you know would be or should be right um so it was really it was it was a nice take on him man and it's interesting too with him because the way how he looks he doesn't necessarily look like a spy per se mm -hmm. right but he also has that like pretty boy kind of like suave kind of look to him because you can see he can do heavy hitting jobs in the garage and then go on, you know, become someone's like boyfriend. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, at the same time, you know, he has it all. He has the things that's necessary for him to get the job done. So, um, yeah, man, he's a really cool character. Yeah. It's funny because that reminds me of uh, Lupin um, mm -hmm. on Netflix because Lupin, I mean, basically the same as that thing, except he's a thief, but he can literally 
blend into whatever direction. Um, and it's very fascinating. But the thing that is a good segue, I guess, is Anya. Anya in this, um, I don't want to say she emotionally compromises him, but I think she makes him think back to who he used to be. Mm. Um, reason why I bring that up is because in the very early on moments, before he got the, the message on the train, he was kind of like, yeah, no, I gave up my chance for having a family. I gave up my chance for having this or that because I'm doing this for my country. And then <laughs> he spits out the coffee because now he's got to actually have a family. So he goes to the orphanage. He finds Anya there. She seems perfect to it. But then now we find out, and this is where we get to the supernatural aspect of this science fiction aspect of anime. Um, she's a telepath. She can hear. <laughs> she can hear everything that he is thinking. Um, and she's kind of like she really wants a place with him. But she's now she's scared because like, oh, man, am I going to die? I'm excited. Like, I want to you know connect to these spots because he's still a kid. And I find that her conversations add to the comedy of this. And I was curious from y'all's perspective, like with her and then I guess the tone of this, because you see early on, like there's death. Even in the second episode, there's, there's, there's a lot of blood and death as well. But then they mix and blend comedy and I guess family connection as well, human connection as well. So, did you guys think tonally this was all over the place, or was it a nice blend? And how does she fit in this with you from y'all's perspective? Mm. Oh, oh God! Oh, so um, if it's one character that tried their best to take me out of this show, <laughs> it was Anya, and only because if this felt so um, forced in the beginning, the mm. introduction felt forced. But once you get to her relationship with Lloyd and the way that progresses on the show, it's naturally what a kid would do. A right. kid who's yearning to have someone accept them, someone to love them. I think um, what helped the backstory and what helped put me back into this whole first episode, because that's the setup for Anya is in the first episode, what helped bring me back to it is... She's been in four different orphan orphanages and she's been returned four different times. Mm. That was a very key line that was needed for this because then you fully understand why she latched onto him so fast. You understand yeah. why she's doing everything humanly possible to stay with him. On the other side, you understand Lloyd's whole situation because of his possible backstory. But not only that, it was always a situation where if you attempt your best to put up this wall around, it's always going to be the smallest things that can break your wall down. That's and right. I think he feared that from the moment he got noticed that he had to have a family with a kid. You have to understand those connections are going to come there. Yeah. So I think as, as it progressed in episode two, their relationship became so much better. Like yeah. by, the, by the end of episode one going into episode two, Anya seems at times to make him soft enough to make him more likable. And as Sam said, she is the, she plays a, a element of comedic relief for the show, but also it, it brings that element of, and again, another weird comparison. If anyone ever remembers kindergarten cop and a little <laughs> white kid that was latching on to Arnold Schwarzenegger and the way he was able to drop his guard down, that's what this reminded me of, is that same way of just him dropping his guard down around her. Like, yeah. at the end of the first episode, that scene where he's just so happy 
because mm-hmm. she completed a task and he passes out. And when that happens, I'm like, oh, that is the feeling of complete joy that right. this situation happened. <laughs> it, 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 it was, it was like he, he became a proud parent that this happened with her. At yeah. the same time, he was able to relax because a lot of the worry was gone. Right. Like again, she at the beginning is is forced, and then she can be a bit annoying, but all kids are. Like that's right. what makes this good. That's what made it work, especially again going into the second episode. Right. So uh, as far as the first episode, as far as the intro, and I'll let Lucas gauge this one. Um, if you didn't watch any more and just go off the first episode and, and the ending of it, because the ending of it was kind of like it lingered on into the her getting the message that, oh man, <laughs> I got in, but we need to find a wife. Did it make you want to see the next episode? Either one of you guys. I mean, I guess Matt, you you, yeah, you gotta man, take it, that. I mean, yeah. I, I mean I'm <laughs> I'm biased, you know what I mean? So I, I let me just preface this. I'm 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 extremely biased to this story. In general, um, but I'm I'm definitely I can definitely have an objective approach just because you know at the end of the day it's, it's you gotta that that's me I like to view things from yeah this is my bias but I can see where it's coming from kind of kind of perspective um, but no I mean obviously I was excited to see the next one I mean I was ready to you know I I, I think I binged <laughs> like I read I read the first uh, I don't even know the first four chapters, four or five chapters the same night, just because I was really, I'm like, where are they going to go with this? Mm. Like, what's the, is, you know, because when I saw the poster, man, I'll just tell you that I saw the poster originally when they first uh, announced that they were doing this manga. Mm-hmm. I'm like, spy family, I'm like, what the heck is this? And then, you know, there's like a telepath, and this assassin and a spy. I'm like, what on earth are they trying to actually <laughs> do here? What is this? I'm like, I got to read this. And then I'm like, what's the hype? And then my cousins are telling me, like, man, you got to read this. You got to read this. I'm like, okay. I'm like, fine. You know, the young, my younger cousins say they like it, so it must be something cool. And I read it, and I'm like, okay, this is this is it. This is this is this is interesting. <laughs> I need to see where this is going. So, I mean, um, yeah, man. I'm, I hope I answered your original question, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're interested after the first yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you you were you were drawn in. Uh, I wanted to uh, actually. Uh, sorry. Oh no, sorry. I wanted to actually quickly comment on on the Anya thing in the beginning. Um, yep. She. I mean, how could you? How could you not like Anya? She's adorable. <laughs> She's so adorable. I mean, like you know, like he said, you know, kids kids are kids. You know, kids are kids. But then sometimes you might you might look at them and be like, dang man, what we gotta be like that? And then they might just do something and be like, oops. And you just you like, oh, never mind. All's forgiven. Like it's okay. I'm a man. Look, I'm gonna tell you this: <laughs> as a as a dad of two children, when Anya went into his office <laughs> and got on the calm, I was like, the trigger. <laughs> first off, no, no, because because he did everything he could to try to keep her in there. Like she was breaking down and everything. He, he's a whole spot anyway. She's cute. She's I I love her con- the thing about her conversations that she has, it kind of connects with us as the audience because mm-hmm. we're like, oh, look, like this is a this is a weird situation. There's something she says in the second episode, like assassin, spy. Oh my gosh. Like I, you would think she would say, I'm gonna die. She's like, no, I'm excited, you know. So I, I love that witty banter that she's having in her own head Good more job. so Good than job. what she's outwardly saying because we're thinking and processing that as the audience so anyway that's that's, that's my thought 
That's why it was um, important to make her a telepath. Right. It's because you can have those inner conversations. The, my favorite part is every time he says something, Papa is a liar. Papa is such a liar. <laughs> and, it, and, he, and he's a bad liar, too, at that. Exactly. Right? He's a bad liar. <laughs> we, as an audience, you need that because she becomes your inner voice, a point out like, yep. Mm. Oh, he just lying to lie. This <laughs> man capping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, Lucas, what about you? Now, after the first episode, I'm not going to lie. I was like at uh, 55, 45. I'm like, <laughs> well, I don't really need to continue this. Like, I, I could end it here and I'll be perfectly fine mm-hmm. of not understanding anything else. And it's not necessarily the end of the episode. The end of the episode ends well. But it was such the build up to get to that point. Again, for someone who is not accustomed to anime, I don't know how quickly these stories move along. Mm-hmm. Like, I, by the end of the episode, I still couldn't get over that the guy just told him, no, 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 just go ahead and take the kid. I don't care. Like, I'm still right. stuck. Like, how do you get a kid this fast with no problems? Like, I was still stuck there. So at that point, I was like, I, I, I don't have to watch anything else. And I think I text Sam like he said, "You want you ready for a second episode?" I said, "I guess." I guess. Laugh like it wasn't something like <laughs> I was like overly intrigued about continuing to the second episode. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. I, I, I need I need we need to be open about this because I think this is gonna add more conversation for people that are watching this as a discussion. I may even I, put this. Can I also say something about that too? Yeah. Um, I definitely one thousand percent see where you're coming from. Because if I didn't, if I'm being honest with you, if I did not know or read anything about where the story goes, I probably would have had the same reaction too. Like, all right, we did, we got a really cool, interesting character, mm-hmm. possibly, um, you know, she's a telepath, but what's actually going on here? Like, mm-hmm. you're supposed to leave some breadcrumbs for me to like follow and be like, okay, exactly. what's going on? So I, I was, look, and I had this conversation uh, with my wife because we were watching the episode together. And, we, and I was like, look, if we did not know what was going to happen, I, 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 I normally have like a three, four episode minimum for anime because I know sometimes it takes a little bit to set up. Yeah. But if I didn't have that, honestly, I probably would have been like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. So no, I, I mean, get that point of view from. I get it. Because, I mean, the one of my favorite animes right now is Attack on Titan. And mm-hmm. the funny thing about Attack on Titan, and I was going to take Lucas through it. Mm-hmm. I, I might get there. It depends on. I don't, I don't know. We'll see about that. But see when I got family, through, my family works first. When <laughs> I when I got through the fifth episode of Attack on Titan, personally, me, I quit it. Like I intentionally quit the show, and I did not come back to it for years because I was like, I'm up in arms. I'm like, I don't care about this anymore, you know. And then I came back, and I was like, Oh, you're you're playing the long game. I didn't see the long game. Uh-huh. I didn't read the manga, so I don't. I don't have any preconceived notions about anything. You lost me here, so mm-hmm. it, it took it me to happen. season two. It can happen. It can <laughs> oh, happen. Jesus! It took yeah, me to season no. two. It was like the second half of the first season because my wife and I we were we were struggling. Honestly, I was like, all right, man. This, this my cousin said it gets good. We gotta, you know. My cousin is probably even more of a bigger anime fan than me, and he was like, man, you gotta watch it. Trust me, it's good. I'm like, all right, I'll yes. give it. A, I'll give it a chance. And then I'm I'm, I'm 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 falling asleep. My wife is snoring. I'm like, wake up, wake up. We got finished the episode, and then we're watching this thing. And by the time we get to the second half of the of the first season, going on to season two, I was like, oh, yeah. So it took me pretty much a whole season to get there. To be honest, yeah. Jesus, yeah. It took me, it took well, me a bit. Matt, you did not help 
my chances of getting yeah. him. I'm, just, be, I'm just being honest, hey, look, Sam. Hey, I'm just being honest, the, Sam. The last piece of media, again, because I can't relate it to anime, the last piece of media that it took me that long to get into was Supernatural. So think about it. Supernatural season one was the last time I gave that show, any show, that long to get me into it. Now you get one episode. If I am not into you after one episode, I am not watching anymore. But, um, <laughs> but anyway, going into well, um, so the first episode we went over that. So second episode now, um, we are introduced to a brand new character, and that is <laughs> that's the assassin, um, the future wife, so to speak. And you get a little bit about like she's trying to work and kind of make her way. She's kind of isolated. She seems really just content about just trying to do her job and trying to make it. But then she's got a younger, a younger brother. Younger brother is kind of like, you know, you got to make sure you have a husband to somebody take care of you. And she doesn't want to disappoint him. Then all of a sudden she gets a random call and she's got to do her real job. Mm. And her real job is kill people. And she does it effortlessly to the point that she goes and like looking at herself like, oh man, I messed up my dress. I might not be able to go to the party. Like, like it wasn't even a thing. And so I was like, okay, psychologically, this, this woman is all the way off. But she's very engaging, too. So um, now at this point, like, her and Lloyd meet and they cross paths at, I believe, is it a tailor place for the... Yes. She, that's where she messed up her yeah. dress. Yeah. And they just happen to cross paths. He sees her. She sees him. And the mutual interest is there. And then now we have an episode. So as far as the second episode, um, did you guys enjoy the second episode more? The first episode... And if so, why? And what is your take on um, the new assassins? Oh, okay. So, um, did I enjoy the second episode more than the first? Yes. The reason why, and I want to say her name right. Is it your? Your? Yes. You? Your? Your, your. Yeah. I got hooked the moment her introduction was on screen. And it had nothing to do with the action elements of her introduction. It was just her when she was talking to uh, Camille and other girls at the, at the shop or at their place of work. And when I'm introduced to those those uh, cultural experiences that would be accustomed to to them of you're too old to be here. If you're too old, we're going to think you're a spy. We're going to like. All of that, that whole conversation hooked me completely into this show. Right. And then after that, she the action was amazing. <laughs> oh man. When she's oh my goodness. I I, I was like, oh, I, I love this character. Like this, <laughs> this is my favorite character on this show. Because even with because of the beginning, it sets it up for you to understand and have sympathy for this character. When you get to the action elements you feel proud because this character is sticking up for themselves in a way you didn't see it happening when your first introduction to the character. Yeah. So everything after that, to me, it just plays perfectly into what you want this character to be. Yes, she's forceful. Yes, she can kill anything that can walk. But in the end, her whole thing is acceptance. And yeah. the women did a great job of like, Pinpointing to you, like, well, look at your body. Look at the way you dress. No one's going to want you this way. And you needed those elements to build this character up. Because, again, all of this happens extremely quick. 
Like this in any other culture, this would have been a two hour movie attempting to build her back up again. She would have been Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman. But instead, <laughs> you get this quick build up, and the payoff for the build up is great. <clears throat> because yeah. even though it's kooky and crazy and extremely fast, everything that happens between them two, at no point in time did I think it was it wasn't believable. Right. And that's what that's what hooked me into it. And that's why I I this was the episode that had me saying, okay, we can watch episode three. We ain't gotta jump into a review right away so I can see what happens in episode three. Cause now that they're together, I need to see what's gonna happen with this spy and this assassin. Cause now <laughs> now I'm invested into the show. Oh man. What about you, Matt? So yeah, for me, honestly, the very first time that I saw York because I'm like, okay, she's an assassin. I'm like, okay, we already knew that going into it. Um, well, at least some people knew 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 that going into it if you read the description and stuff on, on Crunchyroll and all that. So you're like, okay, one of them's an assassin. We go into this and uh we got it, we get her introduction. So, first of all, I, I gotta say this from from page to screen, perfect, by the way. Like everything is panel for panel. Um, give or take some background information, like the first episode actually took out some things that were missing um, that I thought was needed for development purposes mm. that they did not include, which I was like, okay, why they didn't do it? But it's, it's okay. But besides that, everything was pretty much spot on. So uh, seeing her, all right, she's, she's acting like this in front of all these girls. You know, is, is she just trying to have like this double identity thing? Like, is she just trying to play them? Is she here trying to kill someone? Is she on a job? Like, what's what's her deal? Why is she acting so nice? And then we find out she actually really is just nice. Yeah. And it's so weird because it actually, your scared me, y'all. Your <laughs> terrified me. Like, once I saw <laughs> how nice she was and how nice she was with her brother, because there's nobody around there. So it's like she, she's not trying to put on a show for anybody. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. This is genuine. She's having a real deep personal, you know, conversation with her brother, and it's real. And she has these real human desires, like, oh yeah, I want to be like you said. I want, you know, she wants to be accepted. She wants to be in a spot where um, she has all this, you know, all this kind of complexity. But anyway, so when she gets that call and her eyes dip, and I'm like, okay, she's terrifying. I love this. Like she's absolutely scary, and she goes in and just you know sweeps the floor with all those guys. Washing her hand all casual. Oh, man, my dress. You know, so her introduction, just to, to echo everything that was said so far, is just perfect to me and sets her up as a really complex character, which I'm like, probably, not probably, that has a lot of mental issues. Everybody got a lot of mental issues here. Mm-hmm. Um, if you really look at, at this, which I think, you know, is going to play into them being a really good family, I ironically, because <laughs> they all got crap they got to deal with. It's trauma and it's yeah. trauma, and and you know a lot of people say trauma brings people together, especially in anime. Um, trauma is the main factor that brings a lot of these groups, these trios together in, in anime. So um, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to see. And I'll say this: I, I didn't get too far in in the reading because I, I knew the show was coming out pretty soon. So I'm like, you know what, I can wait. So ultimately, I need to. I want to see where this goes down the line. Um, with this family, but her her introduction was was amazing, and the bond, um, like you said, Lucas was was believable, and yeah. they both want something from each other. Exactly, They're like that. That's when that's why it works. Um, he's like, look, man, I I need you for this job, and she's like, I need you to to, to help me get through this thing because I'm not trying to get got. 
You know, I'm, 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 I don't need anybody coming up to my house, rolling up to me like, oh, she's a spy, and now I got to kill people for no reason. I even get paid to do it. <laughs> like, like, I might be getting paid to wipe these guys out, and I got to do it now because I got no choice. So they, they both have something to benefit from each other. But you can already start to see a connection because you can see that your herself probably hasn't been appreciated um, mm-hmm. by anybody, even if it's pseudo. Even if it's a fake situation, like, oh, the whole proposal with the thing, which I think was amazing. You know, like, hey, you know, I lost my ring. You see her blush a little bit. Yeah. Because it's like, all right, look, I know this isn't real, but this, you know, like, it feels real. And that, and that also goes back to show how good, um, you know, Lloyd is at his job because <laughs> he, he knows how to, how to put it on. So, yeah, man, uh, it's going to be interesting. It's gonna be real interesting seeing where they go from here and, and and how all three of them interact going on down the line. I know I know some stuff that happens in episode three, so I, I won't comment on that. But everything beyond everything beyond, <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to watch my words, man, because uh, you know I'm trying to watch my words. I'm trying to watch my words, but that's it. I, that's all I'll say on that. We appreciate you holding your tongue. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I want to spoil stuff, so I'm gonna just you know I, I'm not gonna contribute to that. <laughs> yeah, one thing I was gonna bring up is a scene that I think that I love the build up for it, like when she was at the party. No, even before she got to the party, and uh, like Lloyd is going and doing his scene. thing, and she's mm-hmm. outside. She's like, mm, "Well, I guess this is what it feels like to get like you know stood up." And so, didn't that scare you? <laughs> and she kind of yeah. like goes to the party, and she's just kind of sitting there. They're talking about her. I, I really feel like she can hear what they're saying. She clearly, um, she clearly could hear what she's saying. And, and man, the moment that she she contemplated, she's like, you know, I could kill all of them. Hey, <laughs> and my brother wouldn't even know. Like that was my favorite part of this like, whole episode. Which I was like, scary. that's the scary part about and, your man. And it's just fascinating to me is that the moment that she was like, you know what? Okay, I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna suck it in. I'm a dip. And she mm. was about to dip instead of killing them. He shows up <laughs> bloody. <laughs> and like he kind of he messed up. This is the second time mm-hmm. we've seen in two different episodes that he's kind of compromised himself and let his guard down for a second because he got something wrong. He was like, Oh, this is my wife. And he was like, crap. <laughs> like it's supposed to be my, my girl. He messed up by showing up with the blood on his face. Yeah. But and... still, I mean, but it's like <laughs> It, it, it's it's kind of like how much of that him trying to get there was for her mm. or how much of that him trying to get there because of the job or was mm. it a combination of the two? Because even like their conversation, you know, I found it so fascinating because like, yeah, it, they're, they're codependent there. It's mutual, but I feel like even them trying to come up with these, backgrounds that oh i'm a doctor oh well i just you know how to defend myself like i don't even know if they care to believe that i feel like they just want to mesh and i think that's the thing that's very fascinating do you guys believe that they believe each other's lives or do they just don't care because they need each other i was curious y'all's perspective on that there it seems like at least from for me from again from a storytelling standpoint it seems like they're both just blinded by their end game so when I'm blinded by my end game, I could care less about the minute, minute little things that are in between it. And she mm-hmm. said, like, I need to continue my killing. I need a cover. He like, right. I need to finish my mission. <laughs> I need a cover. So all the little lies in between, they're paying it no attention. 
And that's, again, that's what makes this whole thing and them being together so fast believable. It's because you're dealing with two people who have an end game. So you're not going to pay attention to little things. You're not going to pay attention to that that, uh, Camille, I think that's her name, attempted to throw a hot plate of potatoes because it was grotten, right? I'm not saying that she tried to throw that on her and she literally stopped it and held it up with her foot. That should have been like, wait a minute, you shouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> or him killing everything or shooting everything that moves and saying, oh, no, no, these are just my patients. <laughs> I need to stop them. Like, what type of doctor do they think? <laughs> I swear, unless I'm wrong, unless the transition does, is different. He did say I'm a psychiatrist, right? He did. Yeah, he said he's a psychiatrist. He said, he said yeah. a psychiatrist initially. And he yeah. showed up to the party covered in blood. What's psychiatrist? What are you doing? Like, my patients were coming at me, patients, man. They were man. More violent. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. It's a normal Tuesday. They needed a hit it, real quick. I had to hit It's the need for both of them to believe each other's lies mm. that make this work. Because we yeah. understand that both of them have an endgame. This is not a situation where she's just falling in love with Lloyd, head over heels, and she's just ditzy to everything she's seeing. Right. It's that she just doesn't care. He's right. a means to an end to her. And yeah. same thing with him, with her. So again, it works that way. So I don't think they're believing each other lies. It's just the point that they don't matter. The end game is way more important for both of them. So... And I, I mean, I don't know how far Matt is, but this is where it gets very fascinating for me. This is what it's not even necessarily the second episode that made me want to see more, but the the possibilities of how dangerous this can go. <laughs> not only you have a spy, you know, that's very good at his job of strategically doing stuff for the government, but you have an assassin that is strategically doing something completely different. And they could be on opposite sides of all this, one. But the other scarier part is how do they coexist with the child? Because different, you know, needing each other for their own means, for camouflage. But it's another thing also raising a covered child that also is a telepath. So it's kind of like, as a parent, that's hard. Like, parenting is hard. And so I'm curious to see how this is going to work. And then how dangerous this is going to get. This is this is where I'm very excited about where the show could go. Knowing full well that they've already shown how violent the show could be, but mm-hmm. also more so like how dark um, the trauma is from their backstories. So I was, I was curious from y'all's perspective, like how bad is this going to get? So and I what does this look like? I as can't parents? answer. I can't answer any of those questions. Period. I can't even. Oh, I can't, oh, even, I know com- I can't even comment. And I want to. <laughs> Like I want to say something, because I want to. God dang, that nabbit! Like I want to say something. Like I want to specifically talk about like Anya because they they dropped some. Okay, I will say this. I will say this because I don't think this is anything anything crazy. Um, initially, when I when we first got to see a little bit of Anya, and we found out where she came from. Oh yeah, and the fact that they were doing things to this poor kid. Initially, at the time when I first saw that, I'm like, okay, we got to go deeper into that. 
Mm-hmm. Like we need to see where that is, like how that's going to play out with everyone else, and maybe with her. Who knows? So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I did have all those questions initially about all of that. So, I mean, that's the most I can really say without. That's it, man. You asked you. I'm like, man, please don't ask a question I can't answer. And then, and then, and then here we go. Then he yeah. follows up with a question. He follows you up can't with answer. a question I can't answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm gonna say, man. That's all I say on that. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Lucas? I am completely lost. I can't even remember your question. I really <laughs> want Matthew to tell me what happens. But go ahead. <laughs> no, the question yeah, was I ain't gonna do that. The, the, the scary, the scary aspects of where this is going for them being who they are and parents, and even deeper than that, how this is gonna play out from their professions. So you know, like the parent side is is already a dangerous thing. But then the other side of who they are and what their professions are, they they counter each other as well. So I'm curious mm-hmm. perspective or your perspective on that, Luke. Well, that, that's what makes the show interesting is how do you put all three of these elements together? Like, mm. again, Anya's the only one that knows the truth about everything. Yeah. And she's a kid <laughs> with an emotional attachment to them mm. so with the two parents or the two well yeah the two parents being stuck into their careers and understanding that both of them have separate missions here and separate goals that they're trying to reach and here's this kid in the middle whose main goal so far is that both of them care for her yeah and that she she loves the action she loves the intrigue she's a kid again this that she's living a television show right now so yeah. she's absolutely in love with this experience. But again, those elements being forced together this way is what's going to make the show. Mm. And that's something as an audience member, when you're tuning in, you're like, okay, so she's an assassin. When are they going to find out what each other do? Like, that's what you're wondering. When are they going to find out that Anna's a telepath? That's something mm. you have questions for. When all of this gets together and all of them three figure everything out, how does that work on this show? Again, right. it's just so many different elements that keeps the audience intrigued. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think this is this is the best thing humanly possible for this show. Mm. Is that you're intrigued by every character that you've met so far, including the uh, oh, I was about to say something completely wrong, including the guy with the curly bush. <laughs> I'm even I'm even interested in him. He comes across as a, a kind <laughs> little Jewish kid. But clearly that's not who he is. But boy, that's how he looks on the show. And his role on how this goes. And the agency's role on how it goes. And hmm. who was you you taking the call from that put her on that mission? How is that going to go? How's it going to go with her brother? Like, I'm interested in every element of the show. And I'm I'm intrigued to see how it works out when all the all of their secrets are revealed i think that's when you're going to get a completely different type of show ladies and gentlemen we got him let me can i comment on this if, if that's all right um I'll, okay so after because i think the show's the show's actually going a, a lot faster than i thought because um, they're they're compressing a lot of different things in, into certain episodes. Because um, because the way it works, these chapters they release them maybe like twenty pages every week. How they were doing it, 
And um, the manga, normally when they release it every week, it's like 20 pages or so every week. They, you know, mm -hmm. once a week they'd release it. So um, I, technically I read it for like maybe a month, two months. But really, that might be only up to like episode four or five if I'm based seeing how fast they're going. So maybe around that point, you might you might got me in the blind zone where I'm depending on how fast they do it. You might have me in a spot where I'm like, okay, I have no idea what's happening next. So eventually, we're all gonna be on the same playing yeah. field, which is yeah, because I stopped, I stopped, I stopped reading just because I knew. Um, I think it was around last year when I stopped reading when they made the announcement that they're doing the anime, and I'm like, okay, I can I can wait a year. Like I don't need to read anymore, so I, I just I stopped, and I'm like, I, I can would, wait. I would lose my mind if I was reading something and they made me wait. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, the story the story is still going on. The story still they're still releasing new chapters every week. Like, wait, oh no, that's what I mean. Though, if I had to wait a week, uh, oh, 20, week, oh 20, man, twenty pages only lasts maybe ten minutes. You you know what's worse? There's another there's another manga that a lot of the fandom just kind of gave up on it because. They release one chapter every month. See? So you're getting like 20, 20, 30 pages every month. And then when they release the anime, four months of reading was only two episodes. See? <laughs> two episodes, man. It was that's know, it's, best, it's best to it, wait for these to come out because you can just that's pretty much in these in these written the forms, forms, are there bubbles? What's that? Are there bubbles? Yes. Oh yeah, it's bubbles in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that yeah, takes yeah. me out of it right there. Yeah. But, I mean, it's 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 a Japanese comic book, you know what I mean? Uh, so if you're not a comic book person, you're not gonna like Marvel. I am not a comic book person. And, and that's and that's fair. <laughs> Honestly, that's fair. Like, if it was just if it's just written out for me to read it, I'm perfectly fine. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I mean yeah. there are there are some very rare though. There's some stories that got you know that got adapted into like uh, animation that have no pictures, but it's extremely rare rare in Japan because Japan that's how they that's how they make the money, man. Like, yeah, exactly like that. So you get you get. I mean, the good thing about it with this is that you get key visuals, right? Like, you get mm -hmm. a, a basically a storyboard already done. It's already done, so you can get to see how things play out beforehand, and that's the beauty about it. But if you're not if you're not a comic book person, this that's just not going to be a thing. I'm still even slowly trying to get my wife to to read more. Because I'm trying to put her on the chainsaw man. She's a reader, but she's not really a comic book reader. Similar to you, she she yep. loves books. Mm -hmm. she's, yeah, she's exactly. She read a book, any book, all day. But comic books, uh... yeah. So... I get I get I get lost the moment the bubbles come into play. I'll be like, yeah. nope, mm -mm. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Hey, I'm telling you, Sam. When that chainsaw man dropped, remember I said it first. I'm saying it first on this video. That chainsaw man gonna be something. So especially since Mappa is doing it. So I got her to read. You know the first volume, and now she's onto it now. When she see where it's going, but I'm letting y'all know right now. I I know it's had nothing to do with Spy Family, but that's gonna be the next thing later on this year. Well, we potentially have another anime we're gonna go over, so we're gonna cut this short. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, um, we can rate these episodes real quick. Uh, ADF. Um, what do you guys give episode one, and what do you give episode two? I don't know if it's fair to give it an ADS personally for the first episode. Yeah, I mean, in all honesty, for any television show, until you get halfway through it, if you could get through the first episode, once you get, you, you need to get halfway through it before you can actually give a rating yeah. on what the show is. 
Because other than that, you don't really know. Like, mm-hmm. you can say, well, the first episode was a C, and then the second was an A+. But no, it's not really telling you much. It takes at least four episodes for you to say, okay, I believe this is what this show is, and this is my ranking on the show. Yeah. Until then, you got to um, wait. What was it Stargirl? Remember we watched Stargirl in like absolutely. the first two episodes? No, 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 no. You did. I absolutely love Stargirl and forced you to watch it because you kept on saying bad things <laughs> about the first season. And I told you that season is amazing. But for this show, anyway. like right now, for for Spy Family, it's reminding me again another old movie of a movie called Undercover Blues that came out in the early nineties with. Kathleen Turner and Dennis Quaid of two like spy assassins and such, and they had a baby, and they were trying to be a family and still do the, do the work that they were doing. So this has that; it has remnants of it. It doesn't what's fully the name, remind what's the name me of that one. I got, I got, I never even heard of that. Undercover Blues. I gotta watch that like ASAP. Actually, yeah, I so never it, heard it, of it. It, 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 it's not like. There's not a tele- the baby's not a telepath. <laughs> and it's no, not no, it's just it's just that the dynamic is similar enough where it keeps me super intrigued into this show to mm. see where it goes. Nah, I'm with it. Well, you guys, we're gonna cut this. Hope you guys enjoyed our discussion on episodes one and two of Spy Family. Matt, where can everybody find you and your content? Yeah, uh, all the platforms that you use, it's just this name right here, uh, Matthew V. Haynes. So just search that uh, on whatever social media you use. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I have it. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe you got a reaction to the first episode, right? Yeah, uh, Wifey and I, we did the first two episodes, actually. So you can actually find that on our on our anime channel called The Nerd's Eye um so just look that up on youtube it's it's a newer channel so we're, we're trying to get that up and running so definitely check that out we're going to be reacting to every episode every week yes sir and you know me and lucas we're just here in the background so hey, just hey, hey. <laughs> we'll we'll be back we whenever, got some more whenever sam lets me out my cage to yell at you all i'll be back to yell. <laughs> <laughs> hey maybe on the next anime we'll talk to you guys soon we'll be back next week peace guys <laughs> Filing out the top of